Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Coming up on NBA Today, last night Nikola Jokic was insane once again. The pass is yes, but Zach Lowe has something else that he is looking at. Does he have a case for a third MVP? Plus, New York dismantled the Dubs. Are they for real? And we'll dive into Christmas Day opponents, a conversation with R. Cassidy Hubbard and Joel Embiid. That is coming up shortly. Plus, the 2023 Naismith Hall of Fame nominees, they are out. Which of the legends that you see here are going to be discussed and make the cut? NBA Today starts right now. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by DraftKings, alongside Shanae Agumake, Richard Jefferson, and Zach Lowe. I'm Malika Andrews. Welcome back. I we know. Missed you. It's been a second. It's been a second. Well, if, since it's been a second, let's begin our show in the Mile High City where Jeff Green still dunking. Oh Nikola God. Jokic making Look his out. case for a third MVP. Denver hosting Memphis last night. Nikola Jokic got a tailor. Oh, 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 he came in looking fine. Rich, take notes. You got that <laughs> Jeff Green. Love that. Watch oh. out. Clear the deck for Jeff Green. Last week when I saw him, he said, you know, I may be getting up there, but my knees ain't, and you can see it on full Ooh. display here. He even impressed his teammates. Ooh, that is next level. Old man jump. Oh, he. <laughs> I don't know how he just keep dunking on everybody. What a dunk. What a dunk is right. Did it remind you of anything? I mean, clear the deck. Bones Island is impressed. It was all nuggets all night. Let's pick it up in the third quarter here, Rich. Third quarter. Look at the dime. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, there is no conversation. What? It, the only conversation is, is he the best passer in the game? Not and did he, he nutmeg himself? Passer. No, you didn't not make yourself. You just used that as an opportunity. Self-meg. Self-meg. There Self-meg. We go. There you go. I mean, Denver starting to run away with it here. Nikola Jokic, oh, finds mm. a oh, cutting. Man. Aaron Gordon, one more look at that, please. Oh, my gosh. You can eat it. Eat. <laughs> Food is good. Memphis, though, trying to make it a game. John ja Moran, God, full head of steam. Ooh, lays it in off the glass. Just when you think this is over, Memphis making a little bit of a push here, picking it up in the third quarter. Every time, though, that Memphis would have an answer, then Nikola Jokic would do something like this. Come on, help defense. But yeah, you don't know what's coming over his head, so, like, credit to him. And, like, speaking of over his head, nice finish as well. Nuggets finish this off. Michael Malone impressed with his two-time MVP. Take a listen. You're playing for, for first place in Western Conference. I think the guys just understood the importance of the game. Oh, look at that pass. Look at the pass. What a play. What did we just see there? I mean, Nicola should go somewhere and bet number 13. 13 points, 13 assists, 13 rebounds, and it was a plus minus of 13. What a pass. Great delivery by Jokic. And another triple-double for Nikola Jokic. I always say assist makes two people happy. When everybody's passing the ball, I think that's the beauty of the game. 
Richard had some really astute analysis on our call this morning. He said Nikola Jokic is good at basketball. I remember that. Um, you know who else is good at TV, though? Kendrick Perkins, the big fella, joins us now. Perk, I, I want to pull up your tweet from last night because you said Jokic is the most skilled center to ever touch the damn basketball. You can go argue with your mama and carry the hell on. But I, I don't know, Perk. I seem to remember a skilled big man that used to play in Boston. Oh, oh boy. Yeah, boy. Oh. Oh. Where are we going? That is not, that is not his fault. That, Perk, that travel it, is not your fault. If they're not going to call it, they call call it they're today. not going to call it travel all you want. Oh, that come was, on that, now. This what, is not what nice. <laughs> What did I do to catch these strays today? You know what? Look, y'all getting to do it. fancy. Here. No That's y'all. not me, Perk. I, don't, nice. I, I only, uh, I only uh, fire uh, direct uh, shots. I fire direct shots, not subliminals, not not any of these right here. That's not our relationship. Look at that. Perk's getting on the floor. That was a uh, good clip. Hustle. Right? Perk's a hustle. hustle. You're Perk, the hustle in the heart, Who do you Perk. think's responsible oh. for this? Don't look at me. Uh, I, I, you know what? This is you know NBA what? Today is with just, Malik Everything is just different now. I see. I see y'all got the new desk. I see y'all got the new desk in the studio. You know what I mean? I haven't been in there in a while, and now all of a sudden I'm catching strays because I couldn't make the production meeting this morning. That's how we doing it. It is. That's how we doing it. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. This means war. I feel like we should just be like you know hanging out. All right. I'm a great. Sometimes mess around. You take a nap over there. All the studio rules are because of you, RJ. By the way, I'm gonna do my very best. This back on track yep. here. Perk, I do. I will make it up to you. How about this? That's a lie. I give you the floor. What is the most impressive part of Jokic's offensive game? Well, well, the most impressive part about it all, let me start here, is that he's representing for whack bodies all <laughs> around the world and changing wow. the narrative in basketball. That you don't have to have a 40-inch vertical. You don't have to be chiseled up with veins popping it out helps. of your arms and necks to be able to play the game of basketball at an extremely high level. And he is the most skilled center to ever touch the damn basketball. I mean, when you think about it, right, we're talking about a guy right, that don't have a 40-inch vertical, that's getting it done. He has great touch around the basket. You can run pin downs for him. He know how to come off of pin down wide screens. You know his passing ability, the best passing big. And then we talk about his ball handling. He's pushing the ball up the floor. It's nothing that he can't do skill-wise. And I don't know anybody that could argue with this. Here's another thing. I know, including myself, we're all guilty of this, that every single season we want to anoint somebody with a new as a new MVP. Mm. We want somebody to, to dethrone the last year MVP. But right now, Nikola Jokic is telling us that it's, it's him, it's his, and it's for somebody else to come and take. Like right now, they're number one in the Western Conference. He's averaging 24, 11, and 9. He's been missing Michael Porter Jr. almost the entire season. Jamal Murray is not healthy. And he's winning basketball games and putting up these type of numbers. So as of right now, yes, I'm standing on he's the most skilled center to ever play the game. And let's talk about the MVP conversation. Because I don't know how he can't take the (laughs) lead. The fact is he's a two-time MVP. Yeah, credit there. But what separates himself is, yes, you mentioned he is a center, but it's his passing. He averages nine assists a game. And I crunched the numbers with Hmm. one of our producers, Schwartz, and he generates – oh, Schwartz? Okay, both of us crunched them, okay, producer Greg? But if you think about it, six (laughs) most points off of assists. 
He gets 21 points for his team based off of his passing. You couple that with 24 points he provides. He's almost at 50 points, which is essentially like 2.5 players on the floor. Mm -hmm. But the most impressive part is the fact that his passing at the center position puts mm -hmm. him in a category where there's no other big near him on the list. I mean, it's led by Tyrese Halliburton, James Harden, Trey Young, Chris Paul, uh, John Morant, Mike Conley. The only player that's like nearby, maybe about six or seven slots below, is Pascal Siakam with how he passes the ball. So what we're seeing with all those fancy highlights just really underscores his big skill, which is passing along with his efficiency and those 50 points you get in various ways for the Nuggets. Did you use a calculator or no? Can I hate? He used the Excel <laughs> spreadsheet. He used the Excel spreadsheet. Can of course you're going to hate. Go ahead. Can I, can I be new? the hater? Why are you going to hate? That's what you do. I'm not going to hate. I'm just saying this. He is the reigning MVP. And I want to do time. I want to do something that's very similar to what we would say, like, you are the defending champion until you don't make the postseason, until someone knocks you off. He is the defending MVP. And in my book, he is the MVP until someone shows me that they're having a better season. There's not a person having currently a better season than Nikola Jokic. There's people in the conversation. But to me, you got to knock out the champ. If you want to be an MVP, if you're John Morant, if you're Jason Tatum, go take the MVP. Don't give an argument. Don't have us up here making arguments. But right now, there is not an individual player. That being said, this is where the hate comes in. When Michael Porter Jr. and when Jamal Murray are missing time, his numbers go through the roof because he is that good. Mm. But ultimately, the only way for the Nuggets, even if they're first, even in their set, the only way for the Nuggets to accomplish anything is with those two guys healthy. So I don't fall in love with the numbers because I know he's great and I know he can put those numbers up. But so far we've been talking about the offensive side of the ball, right? That's where the Nuggets rank third in the NBA. But defense, that is a little bit of a different story. The Nuggets rank 24th. They're ahead of teams like the Magic, the Hornets, the Rockets. <laughs> Don't laugh too hard, though, Rich. Uh, Zach, what have you seen from Jokic and the Nuggets last night on this side of the ball? Yeah, Jokic is a, a little bit better of a defender, I think, that people give him credit for because mm. he gets a ton of rebounds. He has incredible hands. He gets a lot of steals, and he's super smart. But he's not great in every scheme. And so last night, I thought this was interesting. That's the way they normally play with Jokic. Get up in the pick and roll against guys like Steph. You have to do that. That's what happens to him. Guys like that split him. So here they change up. Let's have you drop back. And we're counting on the Bruce Browns of the world to get over screens and disrupt them because otherwise it's a runway to Jokic. That actually worked pretty well last night. And here they switch him out preemptively. Like, Steven Adams is going to go up the screen. Let's put Aaron Gordon on him so we can switch. They kind of screw that up. That's smart. That's the kind of stuff Mike Malone should be doing. And here, hey, why don't we try going under on John Morant so we don't have to have Jokic rotate to him at all. They cycle through all that plus zone defenses. I think against the best, best, best guards in the entire league, Steph Curry, Dame Lillard, whoever you run, Doncic, whoever you run into in the playoffs, they're mm. going to have to mix it up like that with Jokic because if you do any one thing, he's kind of not jumpy or athletic enough to stop a guy running at him. And I liked what they did last night. And the point of Bruce Brown and KCP yep. and even Murray getting all those guys is let's get guys who are better at getting around screens so that if we do drop back, they're at least on, you know, John Morant's back to disrupt it. I thought that was a sneaky, interesting part of that game last night. Richard was giving this a big... Well, I was giving a thumbs up because he has no business being up on a screen with John Morant. But that's how, that's how they usually play. I, I agree. Well, 
And they have no business doing that. Now, I understand you want to mix it up and you want to give John Moran different looks. And like you talk about Steph Curry, when you talk about Luka, you got to give them mix. You got to be up on Steph Curry. You got to be up. You got to be up on Steph Curry, or you switch out like the Warriors triple switch, where that where they take Steph to the to the corner, and then Draymond comes in and they get Steph out. That is scheme. Mm -hmm. That is coaching. That is practice. That is being meticulous with how you do it. You have to do the same thing with Jokic. The same way that they can hide Steph every time they roll. Hold on a second perk every time they do that to me that is next level and that falls on coaching if Mm. you put Jokic in those positions he's not going to succeed that's fine that's who he is he does a million other things great I don't think I don't I don't think we should overemphasize what happened last night in the pick and roll he was going against we're talking about John Morant John Morant is the most explosive dynamic player in the NBA okay but I'm saying and they just smacked they just smacked without you they this year? You think so? You think they're going to have to play Steph in the Golden State Warriors this year to win yeah, the championship? It might be the first round. They might be the first round. They might be the one seed in the Warriors. You think they're going to get in the postseason? You think they're going to get in the postseason? I'm just saying, we're not about what to sit up here after that smack up. No, but I'm saying, we're not about to sit up here because John still finished with 30-plus last night, and they lost. Yeah. So at the end of the day, cancel out everybody else. They have the athletic wings, right? When you look at Aaron Gordon, when you look at Bruce Brown, when you look at Jeff Green, to put size and switch it up. And why would Coach Mike Malone show his playoff hand this early in the season? You oh, know better than on, that, Richard on, uh, Jefferson. That be, coaches do hand, not bro. show... Coach, you, you know coaches don't show their hand, man. You know they don't show their hand. Why would he show it he this early He just said that the they were playing I'm for asking. the number one seed in Y'all the West. Y'all know what that bell means. They just means. said they were playing I, for the I number one spot. I never said it. And you want to practice some of your reps. But I'm saying, I'm well, but, but why would they show their hand? By the way, so. Whatever. I'll let y'all figure this out in the break, oh, including what I'm kind of gone. money you guys are putting on it. We no, have something very special to, to do still on NBA Today. We get to unveil the 2023 Hall of Fame nominees. So that's coming up and still to come after the Knicks just demolish the dubs. Is Richard Jefferson what? about to apologize Never. to Knicks fans? He Stick better. around for that. He better. <laughs> what did I say? To I didn't say everything. Every Plus, statement is year on year. interesting video surfaced last night. The Suns players skirmish a little bit. Is this something? Is it nothing? Or is it everything? And we also have a health update on the Lakers superstars. The latest on that front coming up here on NBA Today. Ding, ding, ding. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. ESPN Tournament Challenge is here. And guess what? I'm doing my bracket right now. Making picks, predicting upsets, winning my bracket group, and leaving my old life as a part-time voice actor behind. Hey, you never know. And if I can do it while recording this awesome commercial, you can too. Anyone can bracket. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app to play the number one bracket game. Presented by Allstate.
NBA Today is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. We've got something very special on today's show. We have the privilege of unveiling the 2023 Naismith Hall of Fame nominees. So without any further ado, here is some of the ballots, starting with the 14-time All-Star and MVP of 2011 Finals, Dirk Nowitzki, the sweet-shooting German. He scored 31,560 points in his career, the sixth most in NBA history, the most by an international player. Perk, best shooting big man that you ever faced? Oh, absolutely. He didn't touch me plenty of times. Dirk Nowitzki, first ballot Hall of Famer. For sure. Why am I catching so many strays? <laughs> Next is Dwayne Wade, a 13-time All-Star who won three NBA titles for the Heat, taking home finals MVP honors after scoring nearly 35 per game to beat Dirk's Mavs in 06. The Heat all-time leading scorer also won a scoring title and made three all-defensive teams in his illustrious career. Zach, the first word that comes to mind with D-Wade. Destructive would destroy your defense and would destroy your offense at the rim. The best shot blocking guard of all time. And then there's Mr. Big Shot, Chauncey Billups. He earned a nomination after winning the 2004 Finals MVP award with the Pistons to go along with making five all star teams, three all NBA squads, two all defensive teams while earning a reputation as a star in the clutch. So, Richard, what did Chauncey bring to the floor? What, man, the year they beat us. They, <laughs> the, the year they won the championship, we were up 3 2 against them. But Big Shot was just too big. Congratulations, Chauncey. Paul Gasol won two titles with the Lakers and is a six-time All-Star who made four All-NBA teams. He dominated international basketball, meddling three times at the Olympics, seven times at Eurobasket, winning one world championship. Perk, how hard of a matchup was Pau? Extremely hard. One of the most versatile bigs I ever played against. Uh, you know, obviously bad memories in 2010, but I'm happy for him. And then there is Sir Tony Parker, a four-time champion, won finals MVP honors in 2007, right in the middle of Tim Duncan's prime. Parker made six all-NBA teams, four all, six all-star teams, four all-NBA teams. He just has too many accomplishments for me to even list. Janae, your favorite part of his game. As someone who grew up in Texas watching basketball, he was my choice because the success of the Spurs, his teardrop and just their winning set the game not only, you know, domestically, but also internationally. And then Parker played his entire career under our next candidate, longtime Spurs head coach Greg Popovich. And Pop is the NBA's all-time wins leader with 1,354 career victories and five titles. They're tied for the third most by any coach behind only Phil Jackson and Red Arbach. Richard, what was it like playing for Pop? Well, I loved him. He hated me. He is the best coach that I've ever had. <laughs> Love it. Everybody hates you. And then there's Becky Hammond, a six-time All-Star who finished her career in the top two in points and assists in the Silver Stars Aces history and top four in both categories in Liberty history. She's also sixth all-time in WNBA assists. Well, Guess who I get the honor of being joined by now? She is with us, the one, the only Becky Hammond. Becky, first of all, congratulations. What's your reaction to this nomination? Thank you. Um, obviously, it's always a huge honor um, being in a list of, of elite people. You know, Malika, they have this thing called first balloters, <laughs> and I'm a multi-balloter, okay? So I feel <laughs> like <laughs> if we were to keep score... I should win because I have the most ball ballots. Um, but it, it's always exciting this time of year. Um, you know, 
what an elite group. I mean, the, mm. the list of international players that you just went down, I mean, unbelievable. Um, I had the opportunity to work with Pau and obviously TP um, under Greg Popovich for so long. So uh, super amazing list. Yeah. Well, you're, you're first on all of our ballots, but you mentioned it, Greg Popovich, Tony <laughs> Parker. Let's start with Pop. Your reaction to him potentially getting in this year? I mean, I think, you know, you, you look at Coach Pop and what he's done uh, here in San Antonio. He really opened the doors to, to the international players. Um, I think opened a lot of eyes. He, he's always been an outside-the-box thinker. Um, so, uh, I, I'm not, I mean, I'm not surprised he's the greatest coach to ever coach the game. Um, and plus, he must have reached a certain age requirement or something <laughs> that they're like, we got to get this guy in. Come on. There you go. And now to Tony Parker, who I should mention, I didn't mention earlier, finished his career in Charlotte. The two of you were very close. You've shared stories with us yeah. about that. What makes him a Hall of Famer in your eyes? Oh, man, uh, his creativity, obviously winning, right? Um, winning comes to mind, obviously, down here in San Antonio. But his creativity, his ability um, to get in the paint, you know, he dominated the paint. And I think without guys like, like TP, you don't see the John Morant. It's all the evolution of the game. But he was one of the guys that was getting in there and doing work early. Um, his speed, he was super fast with the ball. Um, obviously got to play with some, some great players as well. Um, but I'm super excited for him. And, and again, you know, Dirk, Powell, Tony in, in that European group, um, mm. I really think opened a, a huge door for, for European players and, and the rest of the world, really. Becky. Now we have our two, the best players in the world. Yeah, see? All from Europe. There you go, Becky. <laughs> thank you so much for spending a little bit of time with us here on NBA Today. We look forward to having you back in studio. Fingers crossed. Best of luck to you. Uh, thanks, guys. All right, we have a couple more nominees that we want to show you right now. Here's a look at some of them. The Basketball Hall of Fame Class of 2023 from the North American category. ESPN's own Mark Jackson's. Congratulations, my friend, as well as Sean Marion on the list. And then there's some other great coaches. You can see them on your screen. Congratulations to all of the nominees. Still to come on NBA Today, we've got some health updates for the Lakers superstars, LeBron James, Anthony Davis. We have a live report from Sacramento where the Lakers, they are set to take on the Kings shortly. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antsgate presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. ESPN Tournament Challenge is here. And guess what? I'm doing my bracket right now. Making picks, predicting upsets, winning my bracket group, and leaving my old life as a part-time voice actor behind. Hey, you never know. And if I can do it while recording this awesome commercial, you can too. Anyone can bracket. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app to play the number one bracket game. Presented by Capital One. You're watching NBA Today, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Welcome back. So a little bit of drama in Phoenix last night. So we're going to pick it up. Suns-Wizards, just over a minute left here. Wizards up by five. Denny Obvious at the free throw line. But watch DeAndre Ayton and Mikhail Bridges here. They're, they're going at it a little bit. And then 
Bradley Beal, what's happening here, Rich? Bradley Beal is doing what we love. We call it being petty. He is being petty. Like, yes, he likes it. He loves to see this argument, especially because they haven't won a game in a month. So he likes to say it, and then it continues. <laughs> then it continues going there in, um, in the huddle. And, and look, I'm not saying that there's anything going on other than the fact that, was it December 15th, uh, Zach? December 15th, you can finally try trade yes. players. Yes. Uh, we know how excited De uh, DeAndre Ayton is to be there. But the Phoenix Suns are, they're unique to me because they, 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 won, they won six in a row, then, then they lost five in a row, won three, then lost another one. They are a good team. They're well coached. They have talent. But there are some gaping holes. Mm. There are some issues going on here. We know about there's a contention between DeAndre Ayton uh, and Coach. We know that um, we're not sure what's going on with, with this trade situation that they've been possibly talking about because we don't know if he wants to be there. You're not getting any, any information on Jay Crowder. There's just a lot going on here in Phoenix. They got a new ownership. So you don't even know what's really about to transpire. So Phoenix Suns, they're a little confusing right now. Right. And DeAndre Ayton can't be traded even though trade season opened up. He can't actually even be traded till January. Perk, go ahead. Well, one, producer Greg act like Richard was actually about to say something. All he did was tip it toe around the whole situation oh, in the end. It's something going on there. <laughs> this, this might be going on. These speculations no, it, it is something. It is something. It's something with the number, the guy that you drafted number one about three years ago and DeAndre Ayton and the head coach. This is not a small thing. This is a big thing, right? So this is this fire has already been lit, and I don't believe that you could put it out. In my opinion, it looked like DeAndre Ayton is the scapegoat. It looked like that the team don't have the patience for him. Whether or not he don't fit the culture of their organization or he don't go about doing things the way others do, um, to me, they seem, I seem like he, they don't embrace him with open arms. And right now, I don't see no coming back from this. I actually think that when he's, when he's eligible to get traded, that they're going to have to trade him. Like, this is not nothing new. So imagine if we're seeing this on camera right now, imagine what's going on behind the scenes. And I've heard Jay Crowder speak out about the situation, this situation, about how he didn't have to be that mentor to DeAndre Ayton since he's been there because him and Monty Williams haven't seen eye to eye. We, we saw this offseason, the contract negotiation and how they went all the way to the end of the deadline. Like, it's a real problem there. Mm. And the only way to fix the problem, you're not going to fire Monty Williams because that's Devin Booker and Chris Paul guy. So you have to get rid of DeAndre Ayton and send him somewhere where he's going to be accepted. Okay? If he's not your favorite or he doesn't fit what you got going on or you don't like the way he move or you don't like the flashiness or whatever it may be, hmm. just send him somewhere that somebody's going to accept him because he's still a 20 and 10 guy. I'm not going to say what they should do, but I will say that this would be a huge miss if they were not to be able to rectify the situation. Mm. Because if we think about Coach Monty Williams, I mean, we all know everyone like sort of loves him, right? So it's kind of strange that in this dynamic, he's not able to reach DeAndre Ayton. And 
in my extended time knowing DeAndre Ayton, that guy's a hard worker. Even in the middle of his situation with his contract not being able to be fulfilled mm -hmm. in the middle of that time, he still showed up and played hard and played well. And then also this year, he's averaging 17 and 10. So if you look at it, there are very few bigs that are mobile, that can defend, that can also finish at the rim and then hopefully stretch, you know, stretch the floor. Right. It would be a huge missed opportunity for the Suns who are looking for like key pieces all around the floor to keep Devin Booker's defense honest, to not Ooh. be able to fix this situation. And so it's, it, it totally baffles my mind that this happens. Now, I'm looking at that and I'm like, okay, this is normal. You know, people go back and forth with their sure. coaches. It's just abnormal that it continues to be DeAndre Ayton, even though you're hearing rumblings with, you know, Jay Crowder. So I'm just more mystified at this and where point. where is Jay Crowder? Yeah, go ahead, Perk. Tonight, where, where is Jay Crowder? Like, that, that's another thing. Like, we, we can't keep saying, and I love Monty Williams to death as a person, an individual. You know, we text all the time. But what I'm saying is, is that if Jay Crowder and Monty Williams weren't seeing eye to eye, now all of a sudden DeAndre Ayton and Monty Williams not seeing eye to eye. Like, isn't it time for other think people to start looking themselves in is, the mirror? Yeah, I don't think the Crowder thing is necessarily about Monty Williams. I think that was about a contract extension that didn't happen. But okay. DeAndre, DeAndre had 30 points last night. He wasn't, he wasn't yeah. the reason they lost the game. And I agree with Shanae. DeAndre Ayton, look, he may not be everyone's cup of tea, may not be your cup of tea. He doesn't shoot threes. He's not the sexiest player. He's really, really good. He can score in the post. He can make jump shots. He's a good passer. He's a good defender. He can switch if you need him to. And just ask Nikola Jokic, man. We just did 15 minutes raving about Nikola Jokic. This dude gives Jokic more trouble than almost anyone in the league. Remember the playoffs two years ago? I would be very careful mm -hmm. if I were Phoenix. Mm. Removing a, what is he, 23 years old? He's still really young. Mm. Center who can play both ends of the floor, sets good screens. I don't know if he wants more touches, thinks the guards dominate the ball right. too much, but I've said for he a didn't year set plus a screen now, I, I, I've said for a year plus now, tread carefully with this Aiton situation because he's not easy to replace. Well, and the upside there is just huge for DeAndre Aiton. All right, that was last night. Let's get to tonight because the Lakers, they have a hefty injury report, y'all. Rich, oh, don't look so man. disappointed. Anthony Davis, so Juan Descano, they're both out. Austin Reeves, doubtful with a high ankle sprain, with an ankle sprain rather. Russell Westbrook, questionable. Foot soreness for him. LeBron James, probable with right. ankle soreness. Oh, baby. After missing Monday's game in Phoenix, you can see the entire injury report right there. Ooh. Just a lot going on for the Lakers right now. So let's head to Sacramento. We now welcome in our reporter who covers the Lakers, Dave McMenamin. Dave, you just came from Lakers shoot-around. Where do things stand with Anthony Davis right now, and how can the Lakers fill his role in the interim? Yeah, Malika, this is day five since Anthony suffered that right foot injury against the Denver Nuggets. He's on the trip of the Lakers. He did not come to shoot around. He stayed back at the hotel. He's getting treatment on the foot. Now, the interesting thing is when we see him around, he's not wearing a boot on the foot currently. And, and so right now I'm told that the team is continuing to seek second opinion, third opinion, in order to figure out a course of action to get his foot right or in a place where he could contribute to the, the team. In the meantime, you have Thomas Bryant starting for them at center. In four starts this year, he's averaging 14.6 rebounds, shooting 55% from the field and 50% from three. So that's a pretty good stopgap solution. You also have Wenyan Gabriel, who's back off 
injury. Darvin Ham likes him because he can push the pace, also gets his hand on a lot of balls around the rim, can keep possessions alive, get offensive rebounds. Yeah, when I talked to LeBron at the game last week uh, against the Nuggets, he told me that Thomas Bryant, he should be getting the game ball in that situation. So I, I mentioned the statuses, Dave, of the rest of their big three. LeBron, Russ, they're still up in the air for tonight. Can you update us there? And then also, what has been working so well lately between those two? Yeah, LeBron's probable. We expect him to be in the lineup tonight. And Russell Westbrook will give it a go pregame and determine whether he'll be able to play or not. At shoot-around today, he, he had slides on, so he wasn't full participant. Uh, I, what's working for them is defensively, they're both really giving maximum effort. And that's leading to more situations where the team is playing uh, transition basketball and it's not coming down to the half court and grinding to a halt and one of the two are not being able to maximize their abilities. Now the interesting thing is even with Anthony Davis out Russell Westbrook will continue to come off the bench. I asked Darvin Ham about it in Phoenix earlier this week, and he said, I just like having an established counterpunch mm. and having Russell Westbrook in our back pocket, either to extend the lead if we're playing well or potentially get us back into the game. Dave, thank you. The Lakers, they take on the Kings tonight. We appreciate your time. Before we go to break, though, we continue to unveil the 2023 Hall of Fame nominees. Here's a look at the women's nominees for that 2023 class. Okay. Our own Becky Hammond. Let's see Kim Mulkey, Coach Jennifer AZ. All right. And here's the women's veteran direct Lots nominees for the class of 2023. It includes the 1976 U.S. Olympic team, John Head, Yolanda Laney, a stacked list here. Congratulations once again to all of the nominees. You'll love to see it. Where's the 04 Olympic team? Still to come on NBA Today, Joel Embiid on his place in the MVP race, the impact of James Harden on the 76ers, and playing on Christmas Day. He chats with our Cassidy Hubbard. That's coming up next. What up, Cass? <laughs> you always do that. <laughs> Bestseller by James Clavell. War is coming. The epic saga of war, passion, and power. Let it come. FX's Shogun, now streaming on Hulu. Security said to my guest, Your shoes, fire. I know, right? Best shoes I've ever seen. <laughs> Give me a 10-day contract, baby. You lucky you big. What we're going to be. Whoa! Oh. 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 Look at that. The LeBron James. The beast Anthony Davis. This is what Friday night NBA basketball is all about. Whoa. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking It's a special Christmas Day edition of the NBA in Stephen A's world. This Sunday at noon Eastern on ESPN2. You do not want to miss that. And uh, speaking of the Knicks, they are streaking still, baby. So let's head to the Big Apple now. I never call it the Big Apple. I don't know why I did there. But here we go. The Knicks, they hadn't beaten the Warriors at home in a long time. No Steph Curry still in this one. But Jalen Brunson, Shanae, putting in that work. See that in and out and then turn around blind shot mid-range? He's been going crazy lately. And he kept it up last night. Got to go over the screen. No problem. 
The Knicks, I mean, they just steamrolled Zach. It's almost like they're daring him to shoot right all night long. It's all all night. night. No, no Steph, no Wiggins. The black and orange court looks terrible. Go back to the blue, please. <laughs> well, Brunson finished with 16 points on 6 of 10 shooting and 2 of 3 from deep in the first half. He kept it going here, finds Julius Randle, gets the friendly roll in off the glass. More big Ooh, nice dime there. Don't do that. <laughs> Brunson finished with 25, 21 points, 5 assists. A little later here, R.J. Barrett drives, Lefty. Ooh, finishes over James Wiseman. Barrett finished with 18 on the night. The Knicks, they go on to win 132-94. R.J. Barrett, he was hyped after the win. We keep it rolling. Richard, you've taken. Oh, we got Knicks fans in We're here? not going streaking. No. Uh, you've taken a lot of flack from Knicks fans. Yes, because I've taken a lot of wins from Knicks. That's, <laughs> that's why. So, this is my thing. Knicks, I want to compliment the Knicks front office, right? I understand that when, when you're talking about Donovan Mitchell and you're talking about they could have got him in this. Well, they didn't want to give up everything. They decided to stick with the plan that they've had for the last couple of years, and it's working. Yes, they got Brunson, and he is looking like a steal. 20-point a game uh, like score. He can man your offense. He can help control your defense. He's a great late-game free-throw shooter. So he's helping you guys do all the things, and he's taking the ball out of Julius Randle's hand a little bit. So when I look at what the Knicks are doing, I'm giving you guys a compliment. You guys are following the, the template that you said you were going to follow. You're not going to worry about crazy free agents. You're going to build block by block. Zach had this amazing thing at the beginning of the year where he said there are pieces or difference makers. He believes that he, that that uh, Brunson is a piece. And I that was Tim Legler, but that's Tim fine. Tim Legler, same yeah, thing. I don't, yeah, I don't right. know. Why did you get that? Why would you get Richard, why would you do that? Well, because they're the basketball gurus that okay. we know. Uh-huh. That's Keep about- going. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, do you got Knicks? Can I finish saying what yeah, I was going to say? Don't, was just, don't to- say anything that I didn't say that I said didn't say. But it's a compliment. It's a compliment. I'm trying What's to get. It? Keep going. Was that a okay, compliment? Okay, the point is, is that Knicks, you guys are doing a great job. I'm going to compliment you either Zach or Tim Legler or Win Horse or uh, Woj. One of them said it. I don't, remember who. I don't remember who said it, but one of them said that he was a peace difference maker. They've done a great job. I like what the Knicks are doing. Shame mm. on you, Richard. Oh, I don't remember who said it. One quick news note on the Knicks before we move on. Okay. The Knicks, the the league found that they did, in fact, tamper, (laughs) and they have been cost a 2025 second pick. Oh, no. They'll do it again. Do it again. Surrounding Jalen Brunson. All right. RJ Barrett says they're rolling. Guess who else is rolling? The 76ers. They are rolling. They're on a five-game winning streak in part thanks to monster numbers from Joel Embiid. He's averaging just under 37 points per game during this stretch, and this year, He's also getting one of his little his wishes to play on Christmas Day. It's something that he was very vocal about in the past. But just last week, Embiid told Yahoo with a little bit of a chuckle that the Sixers fans, they actually wanted him traded. So our Cassidy Hubbard sat down with the big man for a one-on-one conversation prior to NBA Christmas on ESPN. This guy's been dominant. It will be a crime if he leaves this game not being compared to the best big man that's ever played this game. First things first, let's set the record straight. Do you really think 
Philly fans want you traded? I don't know. You know, sometimes, you know, you need motivation, whatever helps you, you know, play better or, you know, makes you better. But I've seen a lot in the past and, you know, that can be tough. I've been here for a long time. That's why it doesn't get to me. Sometimes you don't know what you have until it's gone. You've been through a lot with this franchise. You've gone through the process. You've gone through the four-bound shot, the Ben Simmons saga. I've been through a lot. You know, sometimes I think I'm like unlucky, but then again, I'm also extremely lucky at the same time. Embiid, out of contact. Let's talk MVP. He ended up finishing second again last year. How much is that motivating you for this season? It's unfortunate, you know. I could have won at least one of those, if not two. But, you know, going into this year, I just want to be the best version of, you know, myself. James Harden said that you make scoring look easy. Do you feel like you're the best scorer in the league? I think I'm the best. You know, I can score, you know, anyone on the floor. There's no move that I don't have in my repertoire. James knockdown. James Harden, since the time you two have become teammates, how do you feel his game has evolved? I think he's in a position of his career where he has to be more of a playmaker and uh, he's you know you can see by by the numbers this year he's probably gonna lead the league in assists. When you hear the notion that Joel and James don't mix, what's your response to that? I don't know where that's coming from because last year when we got him, we just kept dominating teams. With that play this year is the same. Blocked by Embiid! Oh my goodness! There's a sentiment in the East that it's the Celtics and Bucks and then everyone else. What do the Sixers have to say about that? We just worried about ourselves. When we are at, at our best, uh, we we can't beat anybody. It's gonna be almost impossible to beat us. Last year, you told me you were upset you weren't playing on Christmas Day. This year, you're opening the day. Why does it mean so much to play on Christmas? This year is great, playing on Christmas. You got the whole world watching. Not a lot of teams get to have that opportunity, so it's gonna be fun. Thank you, Joel. Thank you, Cassidy. Ooh, the countdown is on four and a half days away from our Christmas Day slate on ESPN and ABC. Here on NBA Today, though, we continue to unveil the 2023 Hall of Fame nominees, including the International Direct Elect nominees. You can see them on their screen, your screen there. Jackie Chazalon, she won nine consecutive championships in the French League. Oh, what a list there. And you can also see the contributor direct elect nominees. Doug Collins has done it all in the NBA as a player, a coach, and a broadcaster. You have Red Kerr, Jim Valvano. He, of course, led the NC State to the 1983 NCAA championship. Still to come on NBA Today, who wants to make some money, money, money? Wait, wait, wait. Please. Money! Hey! Prop bets, <laughs> NBA style. Ooh, You'll see what we mean. Tomato, tomato, tomato. Hater! Ooh. Hater! Tomato, tomato, Hater. tomato. Welcome back to NBA Today, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook.
Welcome back to NBA Today. It's time for today's DraftKings Sportsbook predictions. Who wants to make some money? Uh, well, uh, yeah. Me. Well, we're going to start with you, Rich. Who's going to score more points tonight, Giannis or Donovan Mitchell? Let me just say this. Giannis, you don't want none of Jared Allen. You don't want none of Mobley. They're going to lock you down. So I'm just going to say it's Donovan Mitchell. All right, we're you going to the West now. You're done. Uh, who's going to have more threes, Luka Doncic or Anthony Edwards, Zach? I'm so surprised Giannis doesn't want any of who? What now? Luka Doncic. I don't know. We have a Okay, Janae, finally, you can't pick both teams here, okay. all right, sis? Who's going to win tonight, the Warriors or the Nets? Remember the Warriors Is it a road game for the folks. Warriors? It's a road game for it's the, the Warriors. It's the Nets. <laughs> oh, it's the Nets. That was a little bit rude. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NBA, and this season new customers can bet $5 to win $150 in free bets if your team's money line wins. Use the code NBA today. Oh, when you sign up, we got codes. Giannis, I was just kidding. I was just kidding. Leave him No, he wasn't. I'm just kidding, Giannis. We're keeping it going with the class of the 2023 nominees in the Veterans Direct Elect category. So many great candidates. And you see the late, great Paul Silas, a three-time champ who coached for over 20. Bob Love, low action. Still to come here on NBA Today. I sat down with Ja Morant ahead of the Grizzlies franchise's first ever Christmas Day game. We have some of that conversation coming up in 60 seconds. NBA Today is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Morant in transition. Who do you look at around the league as you're studying and say, we're going to have to run through them? Celtics. No one in the West. Nah, I'm fine in the West. He said, I'm fine in the West. We'll have more of that conversation, uh, my conversation with John Morant tomorrow right here on NBA Today. But did you like what you just heard there uh, from Perk? Perk from Jaw? You heard what he said. I did. You heard Loud what he said. He said he's fine in the West. And we all know the West is wide open. I've been saying that the Eastern Conference is the better conference. And Josh saying there's no threat in the West to him when this Memphis Grizzlies team is fully healthy. He feels like he could match the star power of any player in the Western Conference. Zach? I like it. I like the attitude. Why not? And by the way, you know how many minutes Desmond Bain and Jaron Jackson Jr. have played together this year? Zippo, when they get their full team Tell back, us. they are going to be a Tell handful. Us. Why not them? It, their, their time could be now. And I actually I asked them him about what it says about this team that those big three, they've played zero minutes together. Chanae? Yeah, and speaking of Jaron Jackson Jr., who you guys know I'm a huge fan of, if you think about him being able to add more games, he could really insert himself into Defensive Player of the Year category oh, yeah. because his block game is nuts. So mm. I think balanced basketball on both mm -hmm. ends, Jaw continuing to facilitate and their players getting better. I mean, I don't think they have too many worries besides being ready when it comes to playoff time. Go ahead, Perk. Well, well Zach, I want you to know this. You're the only person that I trust in this NBA Today family, okay, because I don't know what I deserve to catch them strays early in the block, but Zach – you and our relationship are on a whole nother level. Malika, Shanae, and Richard. Excuse me. my number. Unfollow me on social. I don't, I don't know what I did to social. catch them strays earlier. <laughs> I don't follow you. <laughs> you know I don't follow you. I don't follow, I don't follow you on Actually, social. Actually, you know, bro. you don't follow me, but you no. follow my mom. Yes. Richard. <laughs> Moms is my people. That's uh, 
Yeah. Comes from brand. I'm telling you, man, who need enemies when you got friends like you? Well, and Greg, we'll rule it again. Just for you, Perk. I know y'all was behind no. Just for you, Perk. I'm, I'm just saying, where did Greg. this come from? Perk, you think I would do you like that? That is Greg Fonseco. He did that. Fonseca? Whatever, same thing. We're going to disrespect the name. We're going to disrespect the name. If Tim Lager, Greg Fonseco, it was somebody. At Kendrick Perkins, <laughs> I'm not for everybody, and I ain't trying to be unfollowed. Just yeah, kidding. I don't follow anybody. Perk, I'm like what? Nobody I, thought, I thought we were good, Perk. We not All right, start that's going to do it for I'm us here saying, on NBA Today. I'm just saying, Zach, we'll what see up, you tomorrow. Homie? What up, Zach? I'm, I'm, what up, I'm messing up my Instagram number. <laughs>